What's up, family? It's Auntie CJ here, back again with another podcast interview. Okay, had to find my cup because, um, listen, I don't know what it is. You know, it, it's it's that time of the month. Okay, my best friend is not here yet, but she on her way, and so. Every day, I just been like, mm, I don't know. It just depends on how the wind blow, literally. Because I'm like, yesterday I was good. I had a great day. Today, mm, not so much. I don't need one or two. I'll use one. Yeah. So, yeah, yes, yesterday. What's good today? Not so much. So, anyways, I feel like it's my fault. Okay, I went looking for problems. I mean, technically, I mean, it wasn't like I was looking for problems, but like, okay, I kind of knew that it could possibly be a problem. I don't even know what I'm trying to say right now. Really, I don't. What I'm trying to say is that um, ahead of time, I knew this situation wasn't going to be the way I wanted it to be, which was cool. I was, I still stuck my neck out and did it anyway. So basically, while I'm talking around it, I, um, okay, let me just say this because this is important when I listen back to it because I need to document this and record it so I can know it's probably not the perfect platform but mm, who cares Uh, (laughs) my sister on my dad's side um, she messaged me telling me that she was homeless she got this little new baby I think he just turned one or I don't know he might just be turning one this year Um, I'm not really keeping up with everybody kids but I mean when you tell somebody that you're homeless it's kind of like a big red flag and like what's going on you know and my whole thing is our medium of communication is a social media app and I had a problem with it or whatever but I'm like you know whatever you comfortable with girl I'm not gonna make you you know use my number but I gave you my number and now once but now twice she has said that I'm gonna call you and I still have yet to get a phone call so I'm just like this isn't working for me based on who I am and what I go through just daily mentally and all of this right and I'm trying to reach out I'm trying to you know do the big sister thing but I'm really not even like a big sister for real to her because we only technically a few years apart and she's not slow so it's not like she really need me I mean it's a lot of us of my father's children and you know I'm just like I don't even know why I even 
stepped out and was like, oh, I'm going to be better than them. I'm going to be different. See, I was looking for the validation. I really wanted the credit or like, oh my gosh, yeah, look, him, Dane, was the only one who actually tried to help me, blah, blah. I just wanted the validation, to be honest. I mean, a part of me was just like feeling like, you know, I've, I've been in their shoes. It's three of them under me. You know, I got two sisters and a brother that's younger than me. And I know what it feels like when your other father's children just act like you don't exist. And, like, they hate you for no reason. But I'm getting to the point where I realize and I understand where I'm like, you know what? Now I get why my older siblings never took the time to reach out to me. Because to be honest with you, it's just all around, like, a whole weird situation. Because technically... In reality, we're all, like, strangers, right? And it's really hard to, like, get to know somebody and, like, keep up with them. When, for one, you got your own problems, right? Cool. You got your own problems. And I believe that some of my siblings, you know, their mothers raised them to be, like, I'm not trying to say hateful, but, like, um, just really, like... Just distant, you know? Like, you don't really have to deal with them, for real. Because at the end of the day, you know, your father chose to be over there with them. And it's just, like, whole external jealousy competition thing, whatever. Which I get, I understand, whatever, whatever. And so, basically, you know, none of us really had, like, solid relationships with each other. I mean, you can pick and choose your siblings that you want to talk to. Which is what happens either way when, like, um, whether it's your mother's or your father's kids, you kind of just, you know, deal with who you like, who you mess with. Sometimes, just because y'all related, don't mean y'all actually have anything in common or, you know, like each other, whatever. <laughs> like, you're not obligated to, like, deal with somebody. And then that's just where I'm at today because I've tried to be super understanding. I tried to reach out. I tried to be available. And my whole thing is this. Like, when I started this little relationship with her or whatever, um, this is back when I had my good job. I was making some money. And I was able to, like, send her some money or whatever for the baby. I sent her some money a different time randomly. And then... Like, after I quit my job, okay, now I'm a whole new person because I'm broke. But, like, she wouldn't, like, talk to me otherwise, but it would be, oh, hey, girl, can I get some money? And then, like, this last time, it was this whole, like, story, like, I'm homeless. And I'm like, girl, I don't even, like, keep up with you. You don't even tell me anything. And I'm just like, of the thousands of many people, because she knows thousands of many people, well, her family or her mom, her friend, I mean, her baby daddy, like, all of these people. And, like, how is it that you're homeless? How do you need help? Why do you, like, I'm the person you ask? And you really got to be aware of these situations when things like this happen, because certain people will use you because they have exhausted all their other outlets and because they have lied and manipulated to other people and so with you you don't know like the real story or the real reasoning why they're asking you for this certain amount of money now 
I am very paranoid and very conscious of people being users and making up stories. I'm not, I never said that she wasn't telling the truth. I don't know particularly, and at the end of the day, it wasn't helping me because she never called me. And I'm like, what is so difficult about calling somebody? It's weird, especially somebody you're asking money from. Like, the least, I feel like the least you can do is like, that's the least. That's the least. And so, um, we were talking about her mom at some point or whatever. And I go on Facebook and her mom got pictures with her and a baby. And I'm like, yo, I know her mom is not homeless. This I know. And how would you? Why would she have her grand her grandbaby homeless if she she in pictures with the baby? It didn't didn't make sense. It didn't add up. Okay, my intuition said it didn't make sense, so I had to further investigate. So I decided to reach out to her mom. I'm like, hey, girl. Now this lady, you know, was a big part of my childhood. Um, she taught me indirectly a few things about life or whatever. Which I greatly appreciate. So I don't have no problem with this lady, you know. I don't too much know who she is right now, but that's not even the case. I'm just trying to figure out why is your daughter telling people? And why is she out here, you know, basically pandering for money? I don't understand. Because at the end of the day, like, my father, we were all on child support. And these children were the last of the child support recipients and so they had money okay and i don't even think all of the kids are 18 so they must get a check i know how that child support check stuff goes so i'm not even tripping on that but at the end of the day i'm like how is she saying that she's homeless it just it's not making sense to me and why would that even be a thing um, so yeah, I was just bothered about that, but I really, you know, to be honest, I'm really just like not minding my business. <laughs> this is my problem, and I'm like, you know what? At the end of the day, I can sit here and say, oh my gosh, I was trying to make a difference in her life, and I'm trying to do right by my father, but at the end of the day, it's not my job to clean up my father's mess. We all messed up and we are broken and we are distant and dysfunctional. And I can't force it and I'm not about to force it. So, um, I know this is really extreme, but this is the way my mental health <laughs> is set up. It's 5 o'clock now and I talked to her. I reached out to her mom on Facebook. I sent her a message. I'm like, yeah, can you call me? She's like, yeah, she gave me verbatim the same message that my sister gave me talking about, can I call you later? What? You on your phone right now. What is it to? Do, 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 do. Dial up and it's going to be a freaking one to two, three minute call. Like to me, they're hiding a lot of things. And my whole thing is I'm good. I don't really care I'm really like going through my own stuff and I'm like expressing it to my sister I'm like look girl I'm not even working I don't have money I can't I can't help you like I'm trying to help myself and it's unfortunate that you're in a situation with this baby but you know 
you was grown when you laid down and had the child. And that's what people don't understand. It's like, yeah, it looks fun. The baby fever, the cute pictures, dressing up a child. But you are not really calculating how for the rest of your life, you are obligated to make sure that this little human being is taken care of and provided for. And like, you have to sacrifice your whole life to make sure that this person survives. And that is a a big part of that is financial <laughs> financial security like you have to be able to provide like the basic necessities of like housing um clothes and food so like these things are factors when you're when you're having sex with a partner like can this person will this person be able to provide for a said child if one comes and arises out of this you know exchange like are you gonna be able to handle it alone if they don't like these are things that are serious and that a lot of people just refuse to like acknowledge and go through everybody's just having sex because it's fun and oh I want to do this and that and oh I want a baby I want to raise something like raise yourself okay grow yourself because you need to be responsible enough for yourself 10 times more than you can be for another person another individual a baby a spouse partner whatever like things cost money life costs money it costs money to live and it costs money to die and it's it's really expensive and people really be out here and be out here like it's cheap and i don't i don't get it and like everybody's like okay with kumbaya like we're all living this life of misery and we're all just okay and accepting mediocrity and it's like you know this is the problem nobody wants more nobody does more you kind of just settle and be complacent with oh well this is it this is this is where it's at like how is this is how is this where it's at when you went nowhere you didn't go any further than your parents or the generations before you like you're literally you're literally sitting in the middle of um the pattern and the generational just exchanges that people have continued to do and just uh, for me <sighs> I really needed to let that go because I'm just like at the core of it I'm like I somewhat feel like the bad guy because now I feel like I have to cut this cut these people out of my life like there is not going to be any refuge out of this and it's it's ironic because um the thing I want to talk about later is really contradictory sources and everything is subjective man and you really gotta mind your business and do what's best for you and not worry about why somebody else is doing what they feel necessary for them because what I do and how I cut people off it don't make a lot of sense to a lot of people but to me I'd be good when I cut my cousin off uh, I was so relieved. I was so free. It felt like this weight had been just lifted out of my mind and out of my life. Because I'm like, you know what? This is really toxic. This is really draining. This is really below me, beneath me. Like, everything. And I'm like, I would never use my energy to, like, try to cuss her out. For what? Because at the end of the day, I stopped being cool with my cousin from trying to protect my sister 
And then my sister ran right back to her. And I'm like, you know what? This is why I don't need to get in the middle of nobody else mess, nobody else beef, because for what? For what? They they end up back cool, and now you just out of place and displaced because you acted a fool trying to uh, be the freaking hero for somebody else. That's why you should mind your business, because if it don't have nothing to do with you, keep it moving, keep it pushing. It's not worth it. So... Um, yeah, these people now don't call me, and I'm just like, you know what, I'm just about to block them, because they're not going to use my number anyways, at this point, I'm just over it, um, really I'm just frustrated, because I'm just like, what is the big deal about calling me, like, I don't get it, and I think that's, that's the kicker for me, because it's like, I'm not getting my way in this situation and I can't control it and and I just feel triggered because I'm like here it is once again where people don't take me serious they don't appreciate me and they don't you know care about how it affects me like what what they do that affects me and I don't know maybe I overanalyze these things and make things that aren't there you know I understand just as I'm going through stuff people are also going through stuff but at the end of the day it's like don't let somebody keep coming for you knowing that you're not going to catch them knowing that you're not going to reach out and just keep lying and say oh yeah I'm going to do this like if you're not going to do it then just don't say you're going to do something that you're not going to do because you don't know how it affects somebody when you don't follow through when what you said you was going to do you didn't do it because like overall people do that in my life a lot and I'm just like you know what it's me I'm the problem I'm allowing these people in some way somehow I'm like setting it up for people to keep playing with me and I'm just tired I'm exhausted from everybody just fumbling me and just like mishandling me and I'm like you know what this gonna be the last time for anybody mishandling me because I'm done I'm done I'm ready to reset my life and I'm ready to like just renew all of the relationships that I have like I'm ready to just refresh like I want a new life I don't want this family I don't want these friends I don't want a lot of these things I don't want this nothing I don't want anything that I have I just want to start over I just want to start over because most of these things are very just toxic and draining for me and I just really got comfortable and complacent and just fearful that oh well since I'm an introvert I'm just gonna have a problem with you know making new friends and I'm have a problem with trusting people since so many people lied and stole from me and all of these things but you really gotta go at life with uh with an open hand and open heart and be willing to start over. Um, but you got to be willing to let go. Because if you hold on to the past, then things won't change. Because you keep looking back, that's all you're going to see. So I'm ready to just drop... I'm ready to drop everything and look forward into something new. So, uh, i seen this post on Facebook and it reads... My last best friend, I cut her off with no explanation after I had to repeat myself over and over. Not a message was sent, not a status was made, or a post was made on social media. I blocked her on everything. 
every social media app and number just a silent cutoff no we not into it we just wasn't good for each other i was her friend 100 percent of the time but she wasn't mine she didn't feel the need to reach out either because she knew why usually people don't stop um, messing with you for no reason people stop messing with you when they get tired of repeating themselves and the relationship just becomes too draining for one person i honestly don't care what stories she's telling other people to make her feel less guilty for the type of person she is and how she treated me i'm forever going to be happy because i was nothing but good to someone my heart is nothing but pure more of the story is history doesn't matter and closure isn't necessary if somebody you've been messing with um, especially for years isn't doing good by you then cut them off explaining yourself is just like um you keeping them around still now this i can say verbatim like i went through this i experienced this i mean i i, I literally acted out this whole thing at one point um it didn't um it didn't go as I thought it would, um, because uh, because of the type of person that I am. All right. So and I'll just say this that I did cut this person off for a few months and then uh they called me private and then we started back up talking and agreed to um handle me accordingly because again i know that that person wasn't the full problem and i have issues as well and at the end of the day i'm just going through my life and going through the things i go through i just you know i need space and i cannot be your um, close proximity friend and we're like talking all the time and hanging out like I just couldn't do it I still can't um, but we came to the conclusion that that's okay <laughs> so um, I wanted to add commentary to that because I actually got on Clubhouse last night and I listened to um Judge Lynn Toller. I listened to Judge Lynn Toller and I just love this lady with all my heart. Like, she is so beautiful. No, like her looks, what I'm talking about, she is such a beautiful human being. Like just everything she's added to the world. I appreciate it. Um I read her book called Dear Sonali which she refers to herself as a, um, as the reader's second mom. And I was like, oh, she is the best second mom I ever had. Like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, anyways, in the clubhouse group chat or whatever, um, a lot of women, you know, and from, from what I heard and, like, some people's profiles that I clicked on, they were, like, professional like grown women like for real like they are closer to having their life together than I am for sure but they are still going through some of the same problems that I go through right so they're talking about well how 
do I manage relationships when, you know, I'm always the person that's reaching out and uh, it's just very taxing and like time consuming where you feel like, you know, you're the only one putting an effort to these relationships. And um, some other people come in and talking about being introverts and just like being okay with not really being around people, but at the same time, um, you know, noticing that maybe there should be a change, but not really knowing how to start that up. And that's kind of where I'm at. And I heard this lady, and she sounded Chinese. And I was like, oh my gosh, like just hearing it from a different culture because I kept saying like, girl, you making everything out to be a bigger problem than what it is. But I'm telling you that we kind of going through the same thing, but differently, of course. She was talking about how a lot of her peers, her family and friends are like really judgmental on everything she's doing in her life. And, like, right now, she's not working, which is so funny because <laughs> once I decided not to, once I decided to quit, that's all people kept on saying, and I knew they was going to say it. I knew that I really didn't want to tell them, but I told them anyway, because at the end of the day, I don't care. I don't care, and I don't, I'm doing it more now because I'm trying to build the muscle I need to stop being so vulnerable to everybody's opinion and trying to please them and trying to get the validation. So, yeah. But the girl was talking. She was like, so anyways, um, I'm not working. I'm traveling and things, and I'm doing me, basically, right? And she's like, now, other people who know about my life situation, they're giving me advice, and they're giving me resources on job leads, and I'm just like not as proactive um trying to work toward you know moving in to the workforce direction and she's just like I'm just really like exhausted like I can't explain it like I just don't really have it in me to try harder at working when really all I want to do right now is travel like I can't take off work or whatever this is what I want to do but people are um you know, making it not okay or whatever. And some of the responses was like, you know, girl, everything's going to be okay. You really, you know, if that's what you want to do, if that's what's going to make you happy, then do that. And it was literally basically them telling her to mind her business because at the end of the day, it was evident and clear that she was so focused and worried and anxious about what other people were thinking. And it's like, everybody's going to have an opinion whether you're doing good, whether you're doing bad, whether you're going to work, whether you're not. And I just don't know, like, what it adds or take away from somebody else's life by what I'm doing. Because literally... <laughs> Every time I talk to my mom, she's like, did you save enough money for your rent? Girl, have I asked you for one dollar? I haven't. It should be of none of your concern if I did. If I didn't, what are you going to do? Because at the end of the day, when I told you that I was going to quit my job, 
you were asking me about my plans. You didn't offer up anything. You didn't offer up any emotional support, anything. So, like, I just, like, what is the end goal here? Like, why are you even bringing it up? It's so annoying. And that's why I really just wanted to withdraw from people. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do my own thing. And I'm not even going to tell anybody because I don't even want their opinions and their just energy, like, affecting me. Because it affects me a lot. Whether or not, like, I'm making a decision to go toward or away from what other people are thinking. It's just like, I felt people sending negative energy on me. I felt people wishing and praying on my downfall. I, I felt people just, just envious of the way that I live my life. But because I'm a free spirit, because I just choose and get up and fall, and people just don't understand how when I fall, I'm not drowning because I'm not stupid. And I just feel like I don't have to explain this to y'all. Because at the end of the day, nobody is really checking on me and, like, really trying to understand, like, how I even move and operate. So I just feel like, you know, y'all just waiting on the results. Y'all just waiting on the handout. And I'm just like, I don't have anything for y'all. You, I can't give you anything that you didn't put in. You go to the bank, you cannot withdraw money that you did not put in. You cannot withdraw $10,000 if you did not deposit $10,000 from working, from whatever, like... You, people, and their entitlement, their opinions, I'm over it. I'm over it. But back to the ladies in the clubhouse, whatever. Judge Lynn, she said uh, something profound and something that I really needed to hear because I think this is our, this is kind of the direction my life is going. Um which is why I brought up my sister and like whole, how I plan on like just cutting her off just completely and just being done with it. Um, judge, the judge, she was like, you know, this is gonna be a recipe for um, loneliness. If you don't get out and if you're quick to like cut people off or whatever, because I wanna say one of the ladies, her story was, you know, like, um, it's really hard for her to be friends with this person because, you know, she's always the one calling out and dialing out, whatever. And Judge was like, you know, some people just have things going on. And if you are, like, constantly counting and reporting and, like, logging in how often somebody reaches out to you, then it's, like, really not a friendship because, like, these little minuscule things shouldn't matter that much, Right? I mean, we're all adults, like the bigger picture, like life happens, everybody has things going on, we got a lot of people to deal with, keep up with, so it's not like you're, you can't think that you, your world, like you revolve around somebody else's world, like that's not how it happens, and so she gave this example of her life, and she's like, you know, I'm a, I'm a handful, okay, I'm a handful, and I can't lie to you that you know, there are some things about me that people have to deal with, and that's just what it is, and vice versa, like, you just have to be able and willing to deal with somebody else's crap, you know, you can't always wish and wait on people to change and evolve with you, that's just not how the world works, it's not reality, so you really just have to be aware and accepting of people for who they are and not who you want them to be. And things aren't 
always going to be good. You have to know that, you know, people aren't always going to be happy or have good things happening. And, you know, you just really have to go with the flow of life. And I feel like these lessons or whatever are just not taught. And I mean, to some people they are, but just like for me, for example, like I never had these examples or circumstances in my life for me to ever learn these things. So everything that I'm doing is just me reacting basically off of things I made up in my head and basically me reacting off of the the knowledge that I know about these behaviors and circumstances because I feel like I can only compare really a lot of these things to like stuff I read in books or seen online or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, so these are red flags. These are people that, you know, I should cut off. And like the whole world society is like, cut them off, cut them off, cut them off. And Judge was like, you know, you aren't going to have too many people in your life if you do this. And ultimately, you know, at first, I was really chasing people because, you know, I wanted my life to be more full of people. And I want to be more real around and accepted. But, like, I'm not going to lie to you. As I get older, I'm just not in the mood for people. I'm not. And I realized, I think it was either today or yesterday, that my mother is um, one of those women who doesn't know how to have a relationship and maintain friendships. Like, it's either or. It's, if she's single, then, like, oh, my gosh, that's your friend. You see her all the time. She calls me. She's talking to you. But, like, when she's in a relationship, she is off limits. And, like, it's very seldom and, like, rare you actually get time to, like, be her friend and, like, quality time or whatever. And I just noticed that, like, I'm the same way. When I was, whenever I would talk to somebody, I never knew how to, like, juggle and manage everybody. I always felt like, oh, this is rude if, I, if I'm on the phone talking to them and, this is supposed to be our our time, our quality time, and oh, I gotta go outside and talk on the phone because I don't want them to hear like all these things, like because I'm trying to keep these two worlds separate. It's just like not organic and it's it's not healthy. Um, because just as a as a result, I'm a product of this. Just my mother ignores me when she has a man in front of her and I'm just like oh my gosh it's it was for me it was a better way of saying that because growing up I always said this I'm like you always put that man before your kids and she'll be like well, what am I about to do and it's so crazy because the situation happened like this with my sister I was living with her at the time and my sister put her boyfriend before me and I was like mama why did she put him before me and my mom of course my mother, of course, sided with her daughter and said, well, that, ain't, that is her boyfriend, that's her man, and he's there, and he's like the man of the house, and she can do whatever she wants, and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know what? Both of y'all can go to him. I'm done. I'm good. I'm good. Because I would give you the shirt off my back. I would give you 100% of the time. Like, if I don't care who I was around. If you needed me, you call me, I would drop everything and go. But that's not reciprocated to people who don't have those same values and those same needs and desires. I had all of these desires and needs because of the void that I felt 
from receiving this treatment. And so when I would seek out relationships and they didn't fill me up and I'm steadily having to constantly chase and reassure that I'm worthy and what else do I have to do? How much can I give of myself to you? I'm empty. I'm empty. And so when I say that I'm cutting these people out of my life, it's not that they're bad people. They're just bad for me. And I have to take care of me because nobody's going to look out for me how I'm going to look out for me because everybody's doing what's best for them. And I have to no matter how hard it hurts because I don't want to end up alone and be this crazy cat lady but if that's if that's what God has called for me to do somebody must do it okay the phrase isn't there for no reason I'll get a dog I won't get a cat but hey listen I'm okay with that I'm okay I'm not afraid and people are not gonna gaslight me and block me in and fear and like oh well that's why you're not gonna I don't care I don't care because people are so quick to assume and like go negative when like actually I have the opportunity you always have the opportunity for better for better the best is yet to come why would I have to go through all of this trash just to get more trash in the future that make no sense if that's what you're expecting, that's one thing. But me, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. I have completely, well, not completely, but I work daily on renewing my mind and expecting the best. And I'm not going to lie to you. It don't happen overnight, okay? But it, hap- it happens subtly in knowing that the grace and favor that I have over my life. I'm not worried. I'm not worried. So people can like say all these fear inducing things and be like, oh well, you know, well and I'm like, oh well, I'ma find out. Let me find out for myself. Just let me find out for myself because what I'm not gonna do is let somebody else tell me how to live my life. Like no. You and that was a real big lesson my mom would always teach me. And she's like, you don't like how I'm doing it? Wait till you get grown. You can do whatever you want. So guess what? I'm grown now, okay? Grown. Way, well past it. And guess what I'm doing? Whatever I want to do. So if I want to quit my job and not work, guess what? Quit, I will. If I want to do this, if I want to go live over here, move over there, do that, guess what? I'm going to do it. Because who do I answer to? Me. Me. Listen to me and God. That's it. We're the only two people that has anything, has any influence over my life. I don't care. I'm not in my business, as you should, okay? Love yourself, love others, mind your business, let go, and let God have a good day and a better tomorrow. Impress yourself, not today, not yesterday, but right now, make it happen, and uh, live in peace, (laughs) peace.